What's up, people of Earth, and welcome to The Watcher. My name is David Essa, and today's episode, we're swinging into action with Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, so let's let's get this started, guys. Listen, um, obviously, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't watched the film. Go watch it, come back, give this a listen, because uh, I'm starting the review in 3, 2, 1. It opens with them. <laughs> it opens with this really cheesy uh sort of memorial to like tony stark and uh black widow and captain america and everyone that's that's gone now and and shit and like it's it's weird and it doesn't look like production value and it doesn't have production value and it just looks like you know shoddy and homemade and then like it gets to like one of the pictures is like this candlelit vigil and across it just says Getty Images, and you're like, what the fuck, why is that there? And then it zooms out and it shows you Betty Brandt and the guy that she does the news with, and they're like, we will never forget the fallen heroes and shit, uh, <laughs> which was like a nice touch. And then the guy next to her shouts out, like, Tim and Johnny, who, who were the guys that made that editing. He's like, yeah, you guys did a good job, man. Um, and then they basically, they just explain what happened over the five years. They explain how all the kids disappeared. Uh, five years ago half of all life disappeared or half of the classmates here disappeared and they came back five years later uh, what was dope is how they showed you how all the kids disappear like the marching band disappears during a performance on the basketball court and when the kids come back they reappear on the court and there's a game happening <laughs> and uh, it's just ridiculously funny to like see that reanimation uh, happen in, in like your first person also they, they don't call it like the decimation or like the annihilation or even the snap they give it this really cool, like cute name it's called the blip which is super cute and awesome and you definitely know that kids came up with that um, so yeah basically that was the, the it opens with like this it's like a cold open where they just explain everything that kind of happened and um we get Peter and Ned. Peter is telling Ned this like massive plan that he has to get MJ uh, to do like you know like him and to, to get a chance to tell MJ that he likes her. And he's like, I have to sit next to her on the plane to Venice. Then I'm gonna go buy her this necklace that's like famous. And she loves it. It's a murder necklace. I can't remember the name of the necklace. Um, and then uh, I'm gonna give it to her on the Eiffel Tower and tell her how I feel. Like that's his plan. And uh, obviously, like, you kind of see from, from just his, like, his demeanor at the beginning of the film, Peter's definitely hit a full 180 as a character in this movie. And that's, that's kind of what I love the most about it, is that the sequel shows you a brand new Peter Parker. You know, because in the first one, he was like, I want to be an Avenger, you know, why doesn't Mr. Stark see me as a hero? Like, I'm not a kid. They need to treat me like I'm a, like, you know, like I'm an adult, like I have the... the, the I, I can accept the responsibility and shit of, and the weight of being being an Avenger. Like they should respect me with with that, uh, you know. They should respect that. And in this movie, he's he's a kid. Like he doesn't want to be a hero. He wants to leave Spider-Man behind for this this hero trip. Doesn't want to take his suit with him. He just wants to like you know have a good holiday with his friends and be a normal kid, which is understandable. Um, but also at, at the same time, you can't not be a superhero if you're a superhero. Um, so like, it's, it's just, it's a complete 180. We're seeing a new Peter Parker. He's more just normal than Spider-Man. Uh, and like, 
he just he just wants to be normal this time like they have a, a trip with his his school and his friends and have a great time on on his summer vacation which is what all kids kind of want um so yeah he breaks this plan down and then um it, it, you know ned and, and him discuss it and they're like your Ned is like maybe you know what if she doesn't like you back and he's like yeah it doesn't matter you know I'm just gonna tell her how I feel and then Ned's like man this plan is ridiculous we should be bachelors we're gonna be single American men in Europe you know how European chicks dig Americans this is this is what we like it's gonna be our summer vacation you can't go and try and get a girlfriend and uh, he's like you know what Ned I like MJ I'm gonna tell her that I like her and, and that's that's final uh, and then they get on the plane uh like cut to they get on the plane and ned ned ends up sitting next to betty brown and peter ends up sitting next to his teacher and mj ends up sitting next to uh this other dude um and uh ned and and betty end up having like a relationship and becoming boyfriend and girlfriend in the five hours that it took from america to venice or however many long hours it is from america to venice uh probably more than five but um yeah so it was just, it just uh, there was a lot of humor in the movie as as you'd expect it was you know very cutesy and and creative but like the biggest thing that blew my mind was how they kind of didn't spare any expense with the the action sequences like the, they they really threw everything into the the action in this movie the CGI and the, the fight scenes the explosions or the choreography of the stunts all that shit was really really well done and it looks so good like on like on film like it looks amazing this movie was so much fun to watch because of the stunts that they that like you see Spider-Man do some cool shit um but like I'm I'm getting sidetracked I will get to that when it's time to uh, where was I Right, so uh, Peter is pl- tells Ned his plan, and then like we get the, their whole thing, and then we get to Spider-Man. We see Spider-Man in his um, Iron Spider suit, which was kind of some trailer trickery, trailer trickery, because when he was um, in the trailer, when he's talking to the press at the whole feed organization thing, he's in uh, his classic homecoming suit. The, the homecoming uh, Spider-Man suit and in the movie he's in the Iron Spider so he's you know May, Aunt May is like you know we thank Spider-Man for all he's done for the community and you know this this place is going to be a shelter for for all the people in, in the community that need help and you know the, the normal spiel about what the, the place is for and then she's like and ladies and gentlemen give it up for Spider-Man and he walks up to the mic and all the press kind of just surround him and i remember just like like ch- like getting chills because that was so it was ripped straight off the civil war comic book like straight off the pages of that civil war comic book where peter reveals his identity to the world um obviously he doesn't reveal his identity here but he it just it was like a it felt that they put the scene in the movie for a reason it was like a foreshad like it felt like it was foreshadowing and it turned out that it actually was foreshadowing but i'll explain that later on in the video uh, in the in the episode um and like he's he's like hey, hey everyone you know the classic spider-man and they start asking him all these hectic questions like can you carry the, the mantle of iron man can you handle the pressure like you know do you think you can be the next tony stark and like 
everything kind of fishbowls around him and like slows down and zooms in a little and then uh, he's just like yeah okay thank you I've, i'm spider-man and then he runs off the stage uh and him and may kind of talk and she's like oh man that's dope and like you can kind of see she's fully involved in in the spider-man thing now so very similar to like aunt may in the spider-man in the spider-verse spider-man she's kind of he's he's you know he's second in command after ned the guy in the chair and then aunt may um but like it's it's nice to see that the two of them are kind of you know you get to see the relationship a little bit more in this film and you kind of see why may is so special to peter parker not just in the co- in like in the comic books and shit but like it it doesn't re- it never really gets translated in the movies as well as it should and their relationship at this like in this scene is pretty solid um one of my favorite things in the movie happens is like she high fives him while he's in the suit and it makes like a hand like smack like smacking metal type of sound like it's the smallest most stupid like it's stupid but it was my favorite scene in the movie where they high five and he's in the, the iron spider suit it's just super dope um and then like happy shows up with a check from pepper and it it kind of shows that like you know everyone is sort of slowly moving on in a sense like pepper is back with with stark industries and you know she's kind of getting back in the groove of things and happy is back to normal and morgan i'm pretty sure is what like starting school or some shit now so she'll also be back to normal and things are kind of moving on um obviously peter is still going to be in you know in his feelings as you'd expect uh but also like he seems to be over it like he's moving on and he's moved on to a certain degree uh with the whole you know peter be um, T- tony being dead thing <coughs> excuse me and like um happy and and aunt may have this weird like relationship thing going on and it's weird like it it feels weird it looks weird you it's awesome like it's it's awesome to watch and it's great because john favreau gave us iron man so yeah let him date marissa domain in the movie but like it just doesn't feel right at all um but uh like yeah happy tells him like hey nick fury is looking for you and like peter is like no i'm going on vacation i don't i don't want to speak to nick fury and he's like you do not want to ghost nick fury and he gives him the phone as it's ringing and peter just declines the call and then you know ghost pack up pack up his shit for europe and like while he's packing he decides he's not going to take his suit he's like and aunt may is and aunt may and him have a big discussion like you know why don't you want to take your suit he's like it's just, i don't want to be spider-man i want to leave him behind you know i just want to go to europe and have a, a fun time with my friend and you know be a kid and she's like yeah i understand uh but what if something happens and and like you know you like or you feel something bad's going to happen with your peter tingle so the spidey sense in this movie kind of gets called the peter tingle a lot uh which is funny because it's peter tingle that's ridiculous um and he's just like please don't call it a tingle may and then uh she she leaves and he packs up and everything and then they get to with customs and it, this dog is sniffing his bag and then like they want to check his bag and they open it and there's his classic spidey costume from from homecoming and may left a note um 
uh, in case in case something happens or whatever love me you know um was it in case something happens or you almost forgot this love me that's what the note says um <coughs> and uh now he has a suit in Rome uh, in Venice uh, and they land in Venice they get their, they get their shit together they get into their hotel rooms and stuff and then they're on the town uh but like as they go back into their room Nick Fury is chilling in in Spider-Man's room shoots Ned with a tranquilizer Ned passes out <coughs> and Nick Fury is like you're an impossible man to get a hold of Spider-Man and um Nick Fury takes him to this weird location and introduces him to Mysterio uh Quentin Beck and he's like this is Quentin Beck he's a hero from Earth uh from Earth and he comes from like a different world and and all this wonderful stuff and uh it's 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 weird because like you see this this guy that you know is supposed to be the villain and everyone is talking about him in a way that you, you it's it's not you know it's not normal um however it's like he's like yeah I'm Quentin Beck and I'm from uh, 388 or whatever which was a nice nod because that's that Spidey UK's universe so they're still kind of working in that whole Spider-Verse thing as as they get along with like the more Sony and Marvel team up the more that they tease the the larger universe at play which is nice um because it gives layers and it gives us player people like me shit to tug on and 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 hopeful uh but yeah he, he's like I'm from Earth 388 and you know there's 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 massive uh you know there's this massive like extinction level event that's about to happen because it happened on my earth and all the heroes on my earth teamed up to stop it and we couldn't and we failed and I was the last one and um he finds his way to earth I think through the snap uh it it doesn't really get explained which also i found super weird uh he just shows up and nick fury is like okay that that works you a new superhero join the team um the thing issue this is like with nick fury in this movie is like the decisions he's making are not decisions nick fury would make like he just he seems off like he's off his game completely which you can kind of understand because everything that made him who he was is gone like he doesn't have shield anymore he's not connected his eyes and ears are all gone he doesn't have contact with any of the heroes any of the avengers so he's kind of just trying to find his place in like you know in the larger thing in like the grander scheme of things again um, but like yeah quentin tells him okay there's these things called the elementals and they i'm seeing signs on your earth that like you know when they came to mine and I thought I needed to help um and Peter is like I I I don't want to do this and he's like this is a like a big issue I don't think isn't there like a you know a more serious hero that can help like Thor or Captain Marvel and then that's when Fury is like you know I've been you've been to space and all this shit like you just saved the universe like you can handle this but like I think the main thing was that he didn't want to he just wanted to be, have a good time with his friends and be normal Uh, and he's like no you know I don't want to do this we we leave for like Paris tomorrow I don't want to be involved and then he takes off um but like while it's still in Venice they they he gets introduced to Mysterio in in a different way 
because the, the sort of water elemental shows up and starts destroying Venice and Peter like jumps into action and tries and st- like you know stop it but obviously he can't and then Mysterio shows up Mysterio starts kicking some ass he stops this water elemental and um, like that's kind of the introduction but like like in, in, in this like that sequence that whole sequence of the water elemental showing up them trying to fight it there was just so many scenes in there that were like mind-blowingly good like the the stunt like the action scenes are are awesome because it's a superhero movie so they're definitely going to be awesome but like what blows my mind is all that shit was practical like when he gets punched through the building and hits hits his back on the balcony that happens like they have him tied to like a rig and this rig pulls him the water hits him and he hits a balcony when he's jumping from those the poles on the uh on like where the gondola dock is and he's jumping on all those poles that's practical yeah all of that stuff is cgi but he's actually hopping on like green screen poles uh and like it's it's all over the top and it's dramatic and unnecessary but it it's so dope to watch like you're watching it and you're just excited that the stuff is happening on screen um and then, like, you know, he meets Quentin Beck and they explain to him what's happening. He's like, no, I don't want to be involved. Uh, I just want to have a good time on my trip and move on with life. And um, after Venice, they were obviously, they were going to go to Paris, right? Nick Fury decides, no, because the next elemental event is happening in Prague. He's going to move the entire school field trip to Prague because that's something Nick Fury would do that it was it was ridiculously irresponsible like he moves a a busload full of kids to a place where he knows there's gonna be definite danger like that's something that nick fury would never ever do um and you'd like in the movie you're just sitting there thinking like what is he what what why why is he doing that and you don't understand like you never understand it until the end uh and um, we we get to to Prague. They learn that they're not going to Paris anymore, and they get to Prague, which throws Peter's whole MJ plan all the way out of whack because he bought the necklace in Venice, and now he was going to give it to her in Paris, but now they're going to Prague, and now he has this whole Spider-Man thing to deal with. Um, uh, also, Shield kind of give him a new suit, which is like very very Spider-Man noir esque. Uh, which is nice. It's like a full-on stealth suit, and um, it's 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 interesting. You know, it's not Spider-Man. It doesn't look like something he'd make. And here you know, they ask him like, "How's the fit?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, it's tight on the old. It's tight around the old web shooter, which is ridiculous." Um, but the suit is dope. It looks nice enough, uh, and and he wears it for like like two scenes, I guess. Uh, but yeah, when they're in Prague, Fire Elemental shows up and him and Mysterio need to stop it and they end up stopping it and stuff and uh, you know, him and Peter uh, at this point, uh, like you know, him and Peter at this point are like friends and they're, they're friendly because before they fight the Elemental, they, they had like a, like a team meeting where they were discussing like the plan and, and, and uh, Mysterio is like, listen, the fire elemental is the most the p- most powerful of the four of them and you can't let him absorb metal because he grows bigger and if he grows big enough 
he'll draw power straight from Earth's core and all this fancy sci-fi shit and um like they lay the plan out and stuff and like you know Peter is obviously depressed because now he didn't get it to to execute his plan with MJ and like you know he's having like a serious uh he's having like a serious uh teenager moment where he didn't things didn't go his way and he didn't get to you know tell the girl he liked he liked her and everything's kind of spiraling 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 out of control for him um, but like him and Magneto, uh, him and Mysterio kind of have like a sit down and a talk and like Mysterio tells him, look man, like why can't you have the best of both worlds? Why can't you be Peter Parker and Spider-Man? You know, it's, it's not impossible. And like he gives him this massive pep talk and they get, they, they, they get on the same page and Peter is like, okay, fine, let's beat this elemental and then I'm going to like, you know, tell MJ how I feel. Um, but like after all this happens Nick Fury gives him these, the glasses and he's like this is Stark left this for you and he opens it and it's, it's Edith and Edith stands for uh, even in death I am the hero uh, which is classic Tony Stark and he puts them on and it's basically it's Tony giving Peter the keys to the kingdom that was it that was him passing on the mantle to Peter and the note inside the glasses said uh with the next Tony Stark, I trust, like, you know, the next Tony Stark, I trust you, or, you know, to the next Tony Stark, I trust you, and, um, Peter puts them on, and Edith activates, and she does, like, a facial scan and stuff, and, like, you, you kind of get the feeling that Peter is now fully becoming the next Iron Man, um, and like, when they get to Prague, he's, he has the glasses, he orders a drone strike on the guy that's, hitting on him that's competing with him for MJ by accident uh, has to fight a drone on the bus like all that shit was so dope like the action sequences in this movie were just over the top like even that was like a throwaway action sequence but it was amazing like while everyone is looking back at the drone blowing this missile up he flings himself through like the sunroof of the bus and just explodes the drone with webbing it's amazing um uh, anyway, they, they fight the fire elemental, ridiculous action sequence, uh, Ned and Betty are like on a uh, carousel, and Peter has to protect them and stop the elemental from like absorbing metal and stuff, and he's going straight for this, this ferris wheel that they're sitting on, and um, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, it's insane, and it's just mind-blowing. Uh, the action sequences are ridiculously beautiful um, but like any long story short they beat the fire and look elemental they save Ned and Betty and him and Mysterio go to like this like dive hole in the wall pub somewhere in Prague and like you know they, they're just having a conversation and you know Peter tells him about the glasses and he's like you know this, this is what Mr. Stark left me and like when he, he looks up and he looks at Mysterio and he's like to the next Tony Stark, I trust you, and he, like, he, he gets this, like, massive idea, and he's like, Mr. Stark wasn't giving me the glasses, he was giving me the responsibility of finding the next Tony Stark, and he's like, that's you, and then he just gives the glasses to Mysterio, like, he, Tony Stark gave him everything, and he, his first act with it was to give it all away, and, like, he puts them on, and he's like, Edith transfer all the responsibility over to Mysterio, to point it back, and, like, takes the glasses off and gives it to him, and then he leaves, 
<laughs> and um, it, it, it was just, it felt like in the movie, watching it, it, none of this felt like it was supposed to happen. Like it felt wrong. Uh, anyway, Peter leaves and there's like a, a cutscene and it comes back to Quentin Beck and he's like smiling and laughing. And the bar that they were in just starts to disappear. It was all fake. All the people leave, the tables leave, and like when when Quentin like turns, it's just like a abandoned building. And he was like, "Man, that was easier than I thought." And his team shows up, and then you kind of get to see that Mysterio is the villain, and he explains how he did it. Turns out that he was a scientist that helped develop or did develop Tony Stark's. Um, uh, Bath technology, the binary augmented uh, retro framing um, that he shows you in which one was it? In Civil War, where he puts the glasses on and he kind of has that whole therapeutic moment at the MIT speech. And like Quentin is like, Yeah, I designed that and I got fired, you know. And then we kind of get probably the, the oldest and most unexpected throwback in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe the scientist from the first Iron Man shows up again in this movie the one that gets uh, shouted at by Jeff Bridges um, which was so nice because it's you know it's it's more kind of love to that movie and and to what that movie kind of set off for the whole MCU Uh, but like yeah that was that was super cool and like he explains his evil plan that they use these holograms to make up the you know the, the, the this whole big elemental monster thing like there's there's another scientist who uses EMPs to throw off the shield scanners uh, you know then there's another scientist he invented the story of Quentin Beck and and all of this stuff then the, the scientist from the first Iron Man he designed the suit and the, like the holograms and all the practical stuff and like as you watch you realize that oh okay he's not an actor but the stuff that unfolds is is super cool you know Okay, and then, like, basically, after this, you realize that Quentin Beck is the villain the whole time. And um, you realize that everything we have seen is, 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 was all fake. And it, it's mind-blowing at this point. Um, then we cut to kind of Peter and MJ kind of have a moment, and they go for a walk. And, like, he's trying to tell her how he feels, and he tells her, listen, MJ, I have something to tell you. And she's like, oh, you're Spider-Man. And... Um, he panics and he's like, "What? No, I'm I'm not Spider-Man. Uh, I I like you know." And he's like stumbling over his words and stuff, um, which is ridiculously funny. Uh, but like then she breaks down this whole like thing of how she figured out that he's Spider-Man, and then he's just like, "Yeah, okay, I am Spider-Man, but you can't tell anyone because of like you know the reasons that like I'm I'm a hero and they will come after you and shit." And yeah, like then he realizes like. He asks her, like, were you only, like, looking at me because you thought I was Spider-Man? And she was like, well, yeah. And then you kind of see him, like, sink into himself. And um, he was going to take out the necklace for her. And then he stops and, like, the this, the piece of, like, one of the droids. Like, okay, so when he was fighting the, the kind of fire elemental, he webbed this piece of metal off of it. 
and it turned out that it was one of the the sort of projectors on the, the one of the droids that that Mysterio was using and it falls out of his bag and plays this projection of Mysterio fighting the the wind the air elemental and that's when he realizes like oh shit I just gave Edith to the villain of the story and he he runs he finds Nick Fury tells Nick Fury everything that's happening and he's like okay right we have to figure this out um we have to do it now uh they basically what Quentin Beck does is he redirects everything to London so he can kill everyone in in like one area <laughs> you know he makes it convenient he wants all the the, the the kids from Peter's school to be in London because uh, he, he knows that Ned knows that he's Peter he knows that MJ knows that he's Peter um, and he wants to obviously kill Nick Fury and stuff because that, that's that's the immediate threat so everything's happening in London uh, when they get there like Peter gets like Nick Fury comes to pick up Peter and they go to this like headquarters uh, that S.H.I.E.L.D. are kind of working out of and like Peter breaks everything down for Nick Fury and Nick Fury turns to him and he's like wait he's here Mysterio is here and then a drone comes shoots shoots uh, Nick and everything just starts to fade away and like Peter is stuck in this office block and he just watches as like the walls just disappear and like he's in an abandoned building and he realizes oh shit Mysterio is here and I think one of the coolest sequences I think we'll ever see in a Marvel movie takes place. It's 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 it was it was it was comic book, like it was a comic book that came to life. Um, Mysterio kind of mind bends Peter into submission. Like he he shows him uh, Iron Man's grave and like a zombified Iron Man popping out of the ground and coming towards him and. Like he messes with his mind while beating the shit out of him. It was ridiculously amazing to watch. Um, but then, like he, things kind of flow into each other a little better, and we we get a chance to see that, um, like you know, Peter in a hole was was broken. You know, Mysterio was showing him and saying things to him that was just breaking him further down and when Peter finally fig- thought that he had Mysterio figured out he, he when like he gets the upper hand and he finds Quentin in like his rig set up sort of the fake Mysterio suit and Mysterio just turns to him and he's like you really have no idea do you and like these massive spikes of like like glass just drop around Peter and it starts showing like his reflection and like the Peter like the Spider-Man step out of that reflection and start beating him up and uh, like he puts him in his classic Spider-Man suit from because in this scene he's wearing the the black shield uh, new suit and like he puts him in his, his homecoming suit he puts him in the, the old school like his your know, hoodie and, and sweat suit and basically just tells him like you're a kid you know you can never beat me and uh, it all ends with like Peter thinks that he's caught uh, Mysterio and as he's about to like you know react a train comes and hits him and he wakes up in in a prison in Holland and um, he gets a phone call from from Nick Fury he breaks out of prison basically because it's Holland everyone is so nice he just walks out of the prison and the three guys that were in there with him see that he broke out and they just close the the 
the holding cell door again and you'd stay inside the jail. Um, also, it was like a little nice nod because the Dutch is what they used to call Tom Holland in like school and shit because his name is Tom Holland. So it was a little, it was like a, like a, like a three-tier layered joke. It's ridiculously funny. Uh, but like, yeah, now he's in Holland and the real Nick Fury calls him to like find out what's, what's going on. And then he breaks down everything and Happy shows up. Yo, uh, oh no, Nick Fury doesn't phone him. Happy shows up. And Happy, like, yo, gets him off Holland and he breaks down and he's crying. He's like, yo, I, like, I, I failed, you know. And he's, he tells Happy that, like, he really misses Tony Stark and it's it's a sad moment in the movie. And it's 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 really the moment where the hero is, like, at his, at his lowest, which is weird. Uh, because you, you don't always see that moment in every movie but like you in the Spider-Man movies he kind of has that every time like he's at his lowest and then he has to make this like miraculous climb um, but uh, Happy is like no you know this is the, it happens and like if uh, Tony knew what he was doing when he left everything in, in your, your hands and uh, you just have to trust that he knew what he was doing and like they like they have a pep talk and then happy opens up the the lab that's inside the jet and peter goes straight to work and like happy starts smiling uh you know this like this this it's like a like a grin of 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 a man that's seeing seeing the future you know he's like yeah this is dope he's gonna be iron man he's gonna replace tony and it's all gonna be all gonna be copacetic and, and great um and then things kind of fold from there you know he designs a new suit and uh, while he's designing a suit happy is like uh, you get to the tinkering i'll get the tunes and he puts on acdc and uh, peter hears it and he's like oh man i love led zeppelin and uh as they fly off into towards london Anyway, Peter designs a new suit, they get to London, he flies out of the suit and he knows exactly what he has to do. Uh, by the time they get there, Mysterio's plan is already in motion, Tower Bridge is like overrun by this massive cloud of like a mixture of fire, water, air and earth. It's like the ultimate um, uh, elemental. And obviously at this point, Quentin Beck doesn't know that Fury is... is in the loop with Peter, so he's trying to sell Fury, uh, like, this is the final elemental, I'm gonna have to defeat it, and he's still, like, you know, playing up his story of, uh, this is the, this is for my world, and for my family, and shit, and, like, Fury is just, like, in the background, like, yeah, go get him, you know, um, which is dope, and then Peter shows up, and they have their sort of final battle, and, there's a point where he realizes that what he's fighting isn't real and he needs to trust his instincts so he in a sense it was it was like when in when he disappeared in 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 infinity war he knew he was going to disappear and he knew he was going to die because of his spidey sense right and a lot of people when these movies came out were complaining that the spidey sense wasn't really given it's it's like moment in the sun and I think that's because, like, his spidey, his spidey sense disappeared. It left him. He couldn't actually access that part of his powers until now. He realized to beat Mysterio, he had to rely on his instincts, not his eyes or his ears or what was in front of him. 
so like the, the whole theme of the movie was like de- like deception versus perception what you see is not what you get it it wasn't it was amazing how they did it and um there's when when like he confronts Mysterio because he, he breaks through the the hologram uh the elemental and he shuts down the drones that were uh creating this massive elemental in the coolest way possible he creates like this new webbing where he he create he's like has this one continuous string of webs that interlock to each other and then he detonates them with like they were electro webs and he detonates them all at the same time and then the hologram kind of fails and then him and mysterio kind of have their face off and he closes his eyes and he trusts his spidey his spidey sense and just fights his way through the drones and gets to Mysterio and uh, yo Mysterio is controlling the drones and he's like fire all of them and he gets shot in the process and he drops to the floor and Peter takes off his mask and he's like yo they have this like moment where he's like I really thought you were the hero you know I really thought I could trust you and then he was like yeah you can't you know you never know what's gonna like you know you never know what people can turn out to be and then as like he's about to to die Peter just moves and you hear a gunshot and then the real Mysterio pops up and uh, he was he was still shot he actually did get shot by one of the drones and then Peter just takes the glass the either glasses off of him and drops him and then Mysterio dies um, you know and, he, and, and he's like his last words of people will believe anything that they see and these days you know people will believe anything and um, like the, the movie ends there like Peter saved the day Spider-Man is, is Spider-Man again he's, he's aware of everything that he's capable of things are kind of going right for him it seems that him and MJ are dating which is nice um, but then some interesting stuff happens in the post credit scene um, some very interesting stuff happens in the post credit scene Spider-Man he's, he's dressed as Spider-Man in New York uh, you know and we kind of get this this kind of feel of uh, like he's he's sure of himself and he's flying through webbing his way through New York you know flipping his way downtown and he goes to pick up MJ to you know show her what it's like to swing through uh, through Manhattan and he's 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 like swinging and as they land a a breaking like a news bulletin shoots up and it's the daily bugle and jk simmons shows up on screen as j jonah jameson which was amazing and then he's like this is footage from the hero mysterio and quentin beck basically pulled the pin on an information grenade that just ruins lives he basically outs Peter as Spider-Man, and then the post-credit scene ends. Um, so yeah, the whole world basically knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man, which is why that that first scene that looked like the Civil War comic book was foreshadowing, which was amazing. Uh, also, it turns out that Nick Fury and Maria Hill in the Spider in in the Spider-Man movie were uh, the Skrulls, because the real Nick Fury and Maria Hill were in space helping finalize the building of the sword helicarrier so yeah it looks like iron man got replaced full on you know peter parker is now out and everyone knows that he's spider-man and um yeah this movie was was amazing 
like it was kind of cool how in this movie they kind of mirrored the the Sam Raimi and Amazing Spider-Man um, movies together in a, in a wonderful way. Because like the Sam the Sam Raimi movies were very action heavy and there was always explosions and stuff was always happening and in the 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 the, the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man movies it was more. Uh, like you know he was more like witty and smarter and he figured things out he built like you know he built his own web shooters and he was more mechanical about like you know mechanical about his his thinking so we got to kind of see a marriage of those two movies in this one and it was dope so i definitely recommend going to watch spider-man far from home uh, i hope you guys enjoyed this episode catch you guys next week peace